Welcome everyone to the Wabe Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Yud Chet. We will begin, actually yesterday's Daf, we will begin on Daf Yud Zayin Amubet. We're starting at the Tashma, three lines from the bottom of the page. Again, if you remember, we have a machloka between Rav and Shmuel. Rav is the over here is the one who holds that Skach uh, Pasul is a problem only with four amot, not just on the sides, but even in the middle. Where Shmuel says that in the middle it's even stricter, not four amot, four. Tifachim already makes it possible. So, we are now trying to bring a proof towards uh, Rav, that it's for Amot. Says the Gemara, Tashma, I'll bring you a proof. It says, If a person means he puts Skach with um, planks of cedar. There's a bright that says that everyone agrees if, you, if the planks are four tzvachim wide, it's pasul. If it's less than four, then Rameir who says it's asur, agrees that if it's less than four, if you put in between each um, each plank, you put um, skach in between, then it becomes kosher. So Nagmar says, It's good according to Rav or Shmuel, depending whoever it is, who says that in the middle or the side, either way it's Fuamot, that's why it's kosher. Why? Because there is no Pasul Avir. One of those is four Tvachim. Why is it kosher? It should posel the whole sukkah. Who cares that you put that you put stuff in between? It should work. To make make it pasul. Who cares that you put the skach in between? Right? If you hold in other words, according to the opinion that holds that it's kosher, it's kosher. But according to the opinion that held it's pasul, but four tefachim in the middle, right? And you held that it was pasul, so why should it be okay over here? Here we're dealing with a special type of sukkah, where... It's only exactly eight to eight uh, wide. Eight amot wide. We have neser psal, veneser upsal, veneser upsal, nehaigisa, veneser upsal, neser upsal, neser upsal, nehaigisa. Which means, since it's exactly eight amot, what you're doing is you're alternating, you're starting on both sides, the right side and the left side, and you're putting first board, then skach, then board, then skach. Board, then skach, board, then skach. So there's board, and then you start on the other side also, you do board, skach, board, skach. So there's only six boards, but if you, in, in theory, you have eight skachs, because 
you're starting with board on each side. Now, that leaves two skachs in the middle next to each other, which is a hechsher sukkah, and that's why everyone's allowing this year, because it's exactly... It's exactly... So we're saying that even a board of four... Even though you have border four, which is skach pasul, but since the middle is going to have eight vachim of the two skachs, that's why it's going to be okay. Okay. Hold on, let's pause this a second. Amar Abaye, Abaye says, Avir shlosha besuka gedola miato, ben bekanim, ben beshipudim. Have a mute. בסוכה קטנה, בקטנים, הווה מיות, בשיפודים לא הווה מיות. Let me explain what's going on over here. Okay? We said before that if you have three tefachim of space in a sukkah, it makes it pasul in the middle. Do you remember this, uh, Albert? We yes. Three, it's stricter than anything. On the side, everyone agrees four amot. In the middle, Zmachloket, four amot, four tvachim of skach pasul. But when it comes to airspace, everyone agrees only three tvachim in the middle. That's a problem. Okay? So let's say you had airspace of three tvachim and you want to lessen it. So you take one bamboo stick and you put it in the middle. So now it's no longer three tvachim of airspace. It's one and a half and one and a half. So that's kosher according to all opinions. What happens if instead of a bamboo stick, you decide to, t- to take a metal rod and put it in the middle. And you lessened it from three twachim to one and a half, one and a half. Because the middle is kach basul. So if you're in a big sukkah, which is more than the minimum size, that would work as well. Because you lessened it, so what should be wrong? But when it comes to a small sukkah, which is exactly seven by seven, the minimum size, then you can only do it with skach, and you cannot do it with iron rods. Okay? Are you with me or no? Good. Yeah. Now, even though, now why shouldn't it work with the iron rods? Still, you know, even, even technically, it's still one and a half, one and a half. It should really work. What should be the problem? But the bottom line is over here that since we have a three by a three tvachim place that has no kosherness to it, that has a chashivut, and therefore it doesn't. Once you have, therefore it doesn't get batel to your sukkah, meaning your sukkah is only seven. It's got it's got four on the two sides, but you, you have to also be batel the place that's no good. When you have a when you have a stick, a bamboo stick, so you don't have to vatel it. And therefore as long as you break up the three, you're okay. But when you have a rod, you, ha- you have an area that has no hekshir sukkah. There's nothing kosher about that area. And since it's not kosher, it doesn't get batelified. And therefore it'd be a problem in a small sukkah. Okay, so says thing about this that I told you that it's kosher that's only when the air is on the side. Okay, okay. 
So in other words, this that we allow three tvachim is on the side because you're going to the wall. But what, the question is whether or not you could have lavud on the side is a question. Because in the, in the side, yes, but the middle is a question. There's a question whether or not we'll allow the idea of lavud in the middle. Because one rabbi says there's no such thing of lavud in the middle of a sukkah. And if so, if you have a problem, it wouldn't work. Now, why wouldn't it work, lavud in the middle? This is a very, very big question. Okay? So the Ron claims that this business, Albert, of Lavud is Ha'achal Moshe Messinai. And he claims that it's Ha'achal Moshe Messinai only when it comes to walls, but not to middles, according to this opinion. And therefore, one rabbi says there's no such thing as Lavud in the middle. In the middle. Okay? Now, it says the Gemara. Now we're going to go through sources. How do the rabbis know that there's no lavud in the middle? Okay? From different places all over Shas. Now, we're talking about sukkah, but we're going to now bring other situations where lavud also applies, not by sukkah. You ready? Mm-hmm. What's the reason why the rabbi says that there is lavud in the middle? The Tanya, because we learned in the Brighta. Okay. Now, in order to get the background for the Brighta, you were talking about Eruvin over here. Now, if you have a Chatzer, in order to allow it, you have to have a le- in order to allow carrying in the Chatzer, besides for making an Eruv, you also have to put either a Lechi or a Kora. A Lechi is a stand-up beam, a Kora is a, a beam going across. Now, we're going to discuss interesting cases where the beam doesn't make it the whole way across. It's, on, it's hanging on one side, and the other side it's hanging off, off the thing. Because let's say it's, it's drilled in, but it doesn't make it to the other side. Okay? Let's see. If you have a beam coming out of one wall, and doesn't touch the other wall, or, in another case, you have two beams coming out of the two walls, one coming out of one wall, one coming out from the, from the other wall, but they're not touching each other in the middle. There's an airspace in between. So it says, If there's less than three tvachim of airspace in between, you don't have to bring another, another beam. But if it's three, you have to bring another beam. And therefore you see that there's lavud in the middle. How do you see lavud in the middle, Albert? Because if it's less than three, we're going to mentally connect it. So you see there's such a thing as lavud in the middle of something. Not just at the end. Right? Because the, there's one case where the two beams are getting together, they're, they're less than three tvachim apart, we said it was okay. Why? Lavud. Ah, you see lavud in the middle. From the case on the side, you don't see because that's only lavud from the side. But here you see lavud in the middle, you see lavud works without walls. Good. V'idach, what about the other rabbi who doesn't let? What does he say? He says, Shani korote rabbanan. Oh yeah, it works over there. You know why it works over there? Because the rule of a, lech, of a lechi or a kora is drabanan. So on drabanans, we allow lavud in the middle. But we don't allow lavud in the middle by doraitas. That's what the, that rabbi will say. Okay? You with me? Yeah. Good. Now, 
says the other rabbi. My lavud ba'emsa. So, so, what's the reason of the rabbi who says there's no lavud in the middle? The Tanan we learned aruba. Now, this is going to the laws of tuman tahara. You know the rules, Albert. We discussed it before that if you have a dead body in a building, the entire building becomes full of tuma, and a kohen has to leave there immediately. Okay. Now, we're talking about a case where there's a dead body in a building, but there is a skylight in the building, okay? And the skylight is open, and you have your favorite couch under that skylight. So now, you want to know, did your couch become tamified or not? On the one hand, it's, it's under a... It's under. It's in the same house. But, but yeah, but the house is full of tumah. But this is not in that house. This has got a uh, a, a way out, right? Let's read the case. Okay, says the Gemara. It's an aruba. If you have a skylight, which is in a house, uba petach tefach, and it has at least an opening of a tefach on a tefach, tumah If there's a dead body in the house, kulo tamet or tamet, right? But what's opposite the skylight is tahor. If you have tumah in the tumah opposite the skylight, then the whole house is tahor. Now, if, if the skylight is less than a tefach, it's a very tiny skylight, then tumah is tumah in the house, so you see that we're in this case, we are not saying lavud. As long as it's one tefach, if you would lavud, you would close up the, you would mentally close up that skylight. Because only a tefach on a tefach. It's less than three tefachim, and yet we're not saying that it's gone, we're saying it's open. You understand what I'm saying or no? I do, I do. What did I just say? Because it's open, you would think that it maybe could work, no? No, but if you're saying lavud, so lavud says anything less than three gets closed, right? So over here, when it's open, it should really be like it's closed. Uh, and therefore, it should be tamet. Right, and since we're not saying that, so obviously we don't we. we it doesn't work. What? Shows that lavud doesn't work since we're saying. Right, so lavud doesn't work in the middle exactly. Vidach, and what about the other rabbi who says it works in the middle? What's he gonna do with this one? It's not Shani Halachot Tumah. No, the laws of Tumah are different. The the Hachi Gimir because this is the Halachal Moshe Misinai, and therefore Halachal Moshe Misinai we don't play games with. But you can't compare it to Sukkah, right? Okay, so he's gonna say, oh yeah, you're right. It's true by. By Tumah, you're right. I see a, there's no lavud in the middle by Sukkah. But, but by, by, by Tumah. But you can't compare Tumah to, uh, to, to Sukkah because, because Tumah is Halakha Moshe Messinai. Okay. Okay, we're, we're at the first one line, Darish Behuda Barilai. Okay? Darish Behuda Barilai. No, the, the first one line is Lehu. Darish Behuda Barilai. If you have a house that got a hole in it and you put skach on top of it, kishira, it's kosher. Okay? Rabbi Piresh, 
So Rabbi Huda ben Eli had said the statement that it's kosher. And Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi told Rabbi Huda ben Eli, explain yourself. Kach pirish Abba. This is what Rabbi Yossi used to say. Arba amot pesulah. When we said it's kosher, that's only up to four amot. Right? Again, we're talking about a house with a, with that the roof caved in the middle. Right? And we put skach on top of the hole. Right? So, the rabbi says the sukkah is kosher. And then Rabbi Shmuel says, tell him that's only kosher if it's within four amot of the walls. Because you could say, dofan akuma. Within four amot. But if it's more than four amot from the walls, you can't say dofa nakuma and it's not going to work. You have to explain yourself. Don't just say it's kosher. You have to say kosher up to four amot. Okay? Right. If it's less than four amot to the walls, then it's kosher. Now, once we mention this case that Rehuda ben Eli forgot to mention the rules, the, the, the restriction of four amot, not four amot, we're going to mention other cases where Rehuda ben Eli also forgot to mention restrictions, even though this has nothing to do with our sukkah situation. Darash of Rehuda ben Eli, Avrumi, Avruma, Avruma is a type of small fish, small sardine type fish. Shadia, they're kosher fish, it's allowed. Told him, explain yourself, Rabbi. Don't just say that all these Avruma fishes are kosher. Explain. So he says, This is what my father said. In the Avrumi fish in this place are, are Asur. From this place, it's allowed. Depending which river you get the Avrumi from. Some are kosher fishes and some are non kosher fishes. What does that mean? Like we saw by Abaya, these these small little anchovy fishes of Bab Nahara, make up anchovies, I'm just assuming it's a small fish. Okay? Yeah. Sharia, it's allowed. Maitama, what's the reason? If you can say the plate, the reason why it's allowed and it's kosher fish is because the the it's a very very fast river and the de, the the non kosher fishes can't last in that river and that's how we know these anchovy like fishes are kosher. And dagtame since it doesn't have a spine can't last in that river. But we see that's not true and they do last fine even in rivers that have very very fast flows. The tame fishes are lasting fine. Maybe you'll say because it's the, the, the water in the river is brackish. Brackish water means it's mixed with salt water. And that's why it can't last in that river. Since it doesn't have scales, that's why it can't last in the brackish water. We see that they do last in the water, so it doesn't make sense. Must be that the the dirt on the bottom of these rivers is not conducive to producing tamer fishes. That's the reason. So, Avimi says, nowadays, that the people diverted the rivers of the, the Eitan and the Gemida to this river, 
and the Eitan and Gemida River do have Dagtame, now you can't eat the river in any, you can't eat the fish in any of the rivers because it's mixed with Dagtame, because those rivers that have the Dagtame do open up into it. But we see from here the idea that certain rivers, that, that, that a fish can be kosher in certain rivers, and yet you can't get it from other rivers. Okay, now we're going to go back to the Sukkah case. I'm sorry, we have to switch off the idea of the fish, and we're going to go back to that funny, funny subject of Sukkah. Says the Gemara, Itmar, we learned, Skach albe achsadra. Now, the achsadra, I wonder, oh, hold on, it's my father, give me a second. Abba, how are you? Okay, let's get back, okay. So now, can you hear? Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, we're good. Okay, let's roll. Okay, so now we're talking about sikech al gabe achsadra. Achsadra is when you have a, um, let's say you have a courtyard and you have houses going in all directions. Okay, three three directions, three side houses, one side open. Okay, and you have a portico, which means you have, let's say, a porch on top that goes around. And the porch ha- ends, let's say, four or more in, okay? That's the case that we have. So three-sided porch, and then the wall is a little in from the porch, okay? And from porch to porch, we put skach. You got the case? Got it. Okay. But, but... Your technically your skach is not reaching your walls because the walls are 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 the walls of the house. Okay, so let's see. Itmar sikech al gabe put skach on top of the achsadra. Sheyesh la pitzimin, which has this achsadra has. Um, Pitzimim, which is, uh, I would say, little board, little beams going down. Okay? Kishira, it's kosher. So as long as you have these pitzimim within three tvachim of each other, so it's kosher. So if, 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 let's say I would call pitzimim, I would call them, let's say, beams holding up the porches. Okay? So if these beams are holding the porches every three tvachim, it's kosher. Because you're going to lavud it up and you're going to make a wall right there. Okay? And la pitzimin, what if it has no beams? Abaya amar kishira, v'rav amar pisula. Abaya says it's kosher, and of course he's saying dofon akuma, I guess. And Rav says pasul, says my boy. Abaya amar kosher, no, not because dofon akuma, sorry. Abaya amar kosher, because he says, pi tikra yorer besotem. What he's saying is, pi tikra means that the wall of the porch, Okay, on top has a tefa has a, a side. Okay, now the side of that we halachically make it go down, and it becomes virtual walls. That's rule called pitikra. The 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 lip of the roof goes down and closes it off. So since you have virtual walls, abayis is kosher. He says, we don't say make virtual walls going down. So it's a whether or not you can say 
which is that you ex- virtually extend the side of the roof. Okay. Do you understand virtually extending the side of the roof? We have a porch coming out. The porch has a side. And the side of the porch, let's say it's a tefach at least wide. Halakhically, extend that further to the ground, virtual, to, to make virtual walls. Only according to Abaya, not according to Rava. Okay? Says the Gemara, Amale Rava Abaya. So Rava tells Abaya, According to you, who says you make the virtual walls? It should work even if you get rid of the middle wall. Oh, how does that work? Let's get that clear. Let's say you have a, a sukkah that's in the in regular sukkah in the middle, okay? And it has real walls, not fake walls. And you get rid of the middle wall and you use Beams as skach. Okay? And the beams are not four tefachim chas shalom. They're one tefach beams. Okay? One tefach square beams. Okay? Okay. Now, I take away the middle wall. So now I only have two side walls and one, and the middle wall is missing. No middle walls, like a big alleyway. You can walk right through it. You draw a drive through sukkah. Okay? Now, wait a second. If you say that when you have one tefach wide walls, you virtually put them down, the skach itself over here is one tefach thick. So we should make a virtual wall at the back, and it should make it that you have three walls, and it should be kosher. You got rubber? Yes. Uh, according to Abaya, why do you ever need three walls? You should be able to have two walls with the right type of skach that makes a pita with a virtual wall. You with me? Yes. Ah, Amale. So Abaye says back. I admit to you, even though I say that there's a virtual wall thing, I only say that when it's not in an open alleyway, when it looks like a drive-through area. Since it's so open. I don't. I do not agree that we say this virtual wall thing. So virtual walls only work in areas that are not totally open. But since the case that you brought me is a case where everything's totally open, I do not agree in that case. Now, are you good? Okay. He agreed to the question. So it says Let's say this is really mirroring a previous between Rav and Shmuel. What is that? The Itma, because we learned. If I have a, um, a gazebo in a, in a big field. So you have a big field and you put a gazebo over there, which is a, a roof with four poles going down. Okay? Okay? Rav Amar Mutar Tatel Bekulo. 
Rav says you're allowed to carry in the entire gazebo, even though there are no walls over there. But Rav says you could carry the whole gazebo. Damrina, because we say, the roof, the thickness of the roof, the one tepach thick roof, we make virtual walls, it comes down, and therefore it's like on Shabbat, like you have walls, and you're allowed to carry in this gazebo even though there are no walls. That's Rav. Shmuel says you're not allowed to carry there. Because the law means What? Didn't we say that we don't compare the laws of Shabbat to Shabbat? One rabbi said that, because one rabbi says, what we, when we tried to compare last time, one rabbi says, don't compare Shabbat to Sukkah because Shabbat has skilah and, and Sukkah doesn't. Sukkah is the Oraita. And, and Mavui was the Rabbanah. But here, first of all, this is a different subject. And second of all, over here, the laws of carrying are not the Rabbanan. The laws of carrying are the Oraita. Yeah, okay. Although Bika might be a Carmel, it might be the Rabbanan. Let's see. Aliba the Shmuel, Kulam Pligi. So the Gemara is going <coughs> to clarify. According to Shmuel, everyone agrees that if you don't say that you're allowed to carry by Shabbat, you're also not allowed to carry by Sukkah. So Shmuel, who doesn't like carrying on Shabbat with Pitikra, will agree that you're not allowed to do it by Sukkah. Keep Pligi. When do they argue Aliba the Rav? They argue according to Rav. Abaya, who says that you do do Pitikra by Sukkah, he says, I go like Rav. The Rava and Rava, who doesn't let Pitikra by Sukkah, Amalek will tell you, Ad kan lo kamarav hatam. When did Rav say his rule over there that you could, you could carry over there? That's because. The walls were made for the Achsadra. Meaning like this. You have to pay close attention to this, Albert. Okay? Shmuel makes the comparison. Sorry, not Shmuel. Abaya makes the comparison and says, I go like Rav. Rav allows carrying on Shabbat and therefore he'll allow my sukkah. In the in the in the Achsadra. Okay? Okay. Rava tells Abaya, even though Rav allowed on Shabbat, he will not allow your sukkah. Even though Rav allowed carrying on Shabbat with Pitikra Yorivas with him with the virtual walls, he will not allow the virtual walls at your sukkah. What? This is Rava. Tell, disagreeing with Abaya. Not telling Abaya about Rav. Yes. Again, let's get, let, let me clarify the whole thing. Abaya and Rava. Let me just review. Ab- Rav wouldn't, wouldn't let you use this on Sukkah. Correct. Again, Rav and Shmuel were arguing on Shabbat. Rava and Abaya argue about Sukkah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Shmuel, who doesn't allow on Shabbat, for sure will will not agree with Abaya, who allows the Sukkah. Because if he doesn't allow Shabbat, he's not going to allow Sukkah. Okay? okay? Now, Rav, who allowed on Shabbat, Abayah will say, he'll allow by me too. 
He'll allow if you allow virtual walls for Shabbat, you allow virtual walls by me by Sukkah also. Rava will tell Abaya that even though Rav allows Shabbat, he won't allow by you by Sukkah. Why not? Why? What, what's the difference? That, that's that's the, the, the kicker. The kicker is like this. He says, says Rava to Abaya, the only reason why Rav allowed on Shabbat is because when you're in the gazebo, the, the virtual wall that you're extending was a wall that was a gazebo wall. Right? What was the roof of the gazebo that you're extending, right? You're extending the side of, of the roof, right? That roof was made for the gazebo. It was made for the people in the gazebo. So you could virtual walls, some, a wall that was made for you, you could virtual it down. Rav, Rav says. But by sukkah, but by sukkah, the wall that you're trying to extend was the wall of the porch of the house. It wasn't made for a sukkah. It was made for the house, for the porch of the house. And when they, were, when they were fabricating that wall, they were thinking house, 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 not sukkah, sukkah, sukkah. And therefore, Rava will tell Abaya that Rav only agrees to the rule of virtual walls when the wall was made for the thing that you're virtualizing. I have a question for you, though. We said two days ago about Nortel and Mephakzeh. Yeah, what are you bringing it up for? Yeah, so therefore what? So therefore, let's say there's like a roof on the wall. You could shake it a little bit, make it like it was for a spot. Okay, good, 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 good. But over here, what are we talking about? We're talking about a case where it wasn't made for the... We're talking... What, what are we doing? You have a virtual wall means that you have... Made, but we said that according to, I think it was Betty Lel, that he could shake it or pick it up and put it I down understand, but that's talking about sukkah stuff. That's sukkah stuff. Here you have a... It's a real thing. One second, no, no. Listen, listen, listen closely. He, what, what wall are we lowering? We're not, we're not talking about skach here. We're talking about skach, you could always shake it and do it. This is an actual physical porch. You understand? It's a porch that was built with, with, with a concrete porch, right? There's a concrete porch all around. You can't shake a concrete porch. It's concrete. And it was built for what? It was built for the house. So Rav Abayi says, who cares what it's built for? It's, it's a porch, right? It's a virtual wall, lower it. That's Abaya. And Rabbi says, no, it makes a difference. If it was built for you, you could virtual it. If it was built for something else, you can't virtual. You with me or no? I hear it, yeah. You got it or no? I got it, yeah. You don't and like it? The other piece. From the other piece? No, but over there, you can shake it. Because a sukkah, let's say you have a, uh, a beam on a sukkah, right? Or, or bamboo on a sukkah. I, when I shake it, I re-put it. You can't shake a porch. No, I hear that. Adam could do it. But then the other case, it's good I'm not good with anymore. Because I shook it. It was a real buskah. Tension was when he made it. So his tension was back there. was it for the sukkah. It was for something else. I know, but if you shake it, you could change it. Because you re- when I shake it, I re-put it. I'm putting it again for sukkah. Okay, that works. But I'm not shaking the porch. It doesn't shake. I hear that. Okay. You're right. Rava will agree that if you take the porch down and you put it back for sukkah, of course it's okay. Porch case. The porch you can't really do anything with. But the case before, you could. Yeah, that's why you did. That's why we did. Okay. Good. You're right. Same thing. Okay, we're going to stop over here on Yud Tet Amud Aleph.
Okay? We're, we're stopping at the words. What? She did not give birth, but uh, we had, we had, a, little, we had a, little, a bunch of kids sick last night. They all threw up, so we said we're going to stick around. Uh, uh, okay. Thank you. Take care. Bye, Ralph. We'll Bye. Speak.